Hi, Nicole. Hello, Lauren. Let me see your fingers. Why? I want to see if they're green. Oh, my God, you're going to be so disappointed with me this week. We are practising at the self-care club through gardening. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkun. And this is the self-care club podcast. So Britain has been blooming during lockdown, hasn't it? It has. People around the world are turning to gardening as a soothing hobby during an unsettling time. Fruit and vegetable seed sales have soared worldwide, with orders up to six times higher than a year ago. Meanwhile, the Royal Horticultural Society has seen a five-fold rise in queries for advice on its website during the lockdown. A recent study conducted by them found that 57% of people now value their gardens more than they did before lockdown, with 71% of those saying their outdoor space has helped their physical and their mental health. So the gardening activities that people said were having the biggest impact on their well-being included weeding, mowing the lawn, watering the flowers, closely followed by planting and potting. <laughs> I, by the way, I love that word horticultural. Yeah. I love that you put that in the intro. Thanks. It makes us sound like really profesh. <laughs> <laughs> this may be exactly what a stressed out nation needs right now. A Danish study in 2018 found that 10 weeks of gardening produced similar benefits to 10 weeks of cognitive behavioural therapy, also known as CBT. Amazing, right? I mean, that is unbelievable. So Dr Alan Kellis, he's at the Royal College of Psychiatrists, said, there is considerable evidence that 120 minutes exposure to nature a week is a key factor in maintaining positive mental health. If you plant a seed, you think in terms of weeks and months, not the 24-hour news cycle, he said. It's a retreat and it's one of the best ways that we have found to cope. But are there actual proven physical benefits to gardening? Yes, there are lots. Studies have shown that along she with... She loves a study. Oh, I love a study. She loves a study. Studies have shown that along <laughs> with stress relief, gardening can reduce your risk of stroke, improve your immune system, decrease your chances of osteoporosis and reduce your risk of dementia. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. I know. I, I, OK, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm all, already regretting my week. It's also a great workout. Which is good for you. It is. A, yes, now we're talking my language. Did you know that gardening activities such as pulling weeds and planting flowers can cause you to burn 200 to 400 calories an hour? That's one Kit Kat. <laughs> I like a Kit Kat chunky. Yeah, so I don't think they're more than 400 calories, aren't they? I don't, I, I don't I'm know. past <laughs> caring. I'm past caring. So if you mow the lawn, you could burn between 200 and... 250 and 350 calories an hour. So if you made the lawn and planted and weeded, you could eat two Kit Kat chunkies. <laughs> Guilt-free. Yeah. But what about your mental health? Gardening can provide plenty of benefits for your mental health too. Spending time outside can help reduce depression, anger and stress. It gives you a chance to focus on something and put your mind to work with a goal and a task, which is really helpful, especially right now with so much talk of illness and death. It's vital to counterbalance that and just see things growing and thriving. Oh, I love that. And also there's something about not being in the immediacy that we're all in, like having to have things yesterday or within two seconds because you have to wait. Yeah. It actually causes you to have a bit more patience. Yeah. It also makes you happy. Yep. Getting dirt under your nails <laughs> while digging in the ground means you are inhaling MVK. Vacay. Vacay, a healthy bacteria that lives in soil and can increase levels of serotonin and reduce anxiety. The results so far suggest that by simply inhaling MVACAE, you get a dose of just like, like taking a walk yeah. in the wild. Yeah. 
or just like rooting around in yeah. the garden? Right. It helps elicit a jolly state of mind, it I does. guess. Is mud the new Prozac? It could be. <laughs> it's that's like my find of the week. Is mud, mud the, the new, new Prozac. Prozac? Love it, right? Oh, so it's quite good this gardening thing. Yeah. Then right. Yeah. Okay. So emotionally speaking, gardening activities provide purpose and a sense of worth. Yes. Talking my language again. Having a living thing to care for gives us a sense of responsibility. It can be highly beneficial for people suffering from mental health issues and it can be a simple activity to keep them busy and occupied. Being outside in your garden, or just being outside, right, and experiencing the change of seasons as and when they happen can also help you feel much more connected to the bigger world around you. Yeah. Lovely. And if you've had a bad day, which, let's be honest, many of us are having right now, Getting a spade, doing some digging, doing some really drastic pruning. It's a very good way of getting rid of built-up anger, negative feelings. And gardening can also help you enter the zone. Sort of What's the zone? Well, like an altered state <laughs> the of zone. consciousness. <laughs> sort of the state that an athlete would get into before a race or the mood that you would achieve during yoga or meditation if you were the type of person who did yoga or meditation, which I'm not. No, because you like gardening. Yes. I prefer to do yoga and meditation. I know, but it's the same thing. It's the same end game, the zen place. It just feels like a lot more work, to be honest, but, and you get dirty. Yeah, but, but that's what's making it good for you, the MVACI. The M, <laughs> the MVAC, I'd never heard of it. Don't know well, what it means. It's making you jolly, whether you know it or not. So we should point out that obviously not everyone has a garden. But there's a lot that you can do with planters and pots on balconies. So my mum is currently getting a lot of joy from her herbs and her fuchsias on her balcony. And if you don't have any outdoor space, then an indoor garden can be a great source of joy. I have to tell you, I'm a little bit obsessed with houseplants. I mean, you t it's like you talk a different language, they are Lauren. glorious. What did you say? Herbs and what? Fuchsias. Isn't yeah. that a colour? It's a colour and also it's a flower. You have them in your garden. <laughs> I pointed them out to you. I said, I look how lovely your fuchsias are. You can tell how this is going to go, can't oy, you? Oy, <laughs> look, let me just tell you a bit about houseplants, okay? They're really good for your health as well as lovely to look at. They, they release oxygen and absorb carbon dioxide, which is the opposite of what we do. So it freshens up the air and it eliminates toxins. And there's plants you can get for your bedroom for your bedside oh, table, yes, yes. they help you sleep. You've mentioned this. Yeah. Yeah. They improve concentration, they reduce stress, they boost your mood. They're also good for the workspace. They're just amazing. Do, and, do you like gardening, Lauren? Yeah, I really <laughs> like gardening. Guess who chose this practice this week? Mm. So should we should we get on to how we got on? Yeah. I mean, knowing all this, how could you not want to spend a week or two gardening, knowing all these benefits? guess we're about to find out aren't we well how did you feel going into this week? um fine I, I kind of felt a bit like the new kid at school and not knowing where to go or what to do and I was like just lost in the corridor thinking like where's my classroom it was a bit like that have you ever gardened before I have never ever gardened before what were your expectations about gardening um that it's another job to do um it's a bit dirty and something I don't massively care about okay. even though I do have a very pretty garden. You have an amazing garden I know. It's so lovely. I know how did you feel about going into this week? Quite excited. Really? Yeah <laughs> I'm shocked. I I like gardening. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like a very good gardener 
I'm not a very proficient professional gardener, but I just I like the whole experience well, of it. Can I just say from the top yeah. that I followed your lead? So you were my teacher this week. I don't think I taught you very much or very well. Well, we'll find out, won't we? We will. We should probably start with where we started at okay. the very beginning. Let's let's listen to the voiceover, shall okay. we? Here we are in Nicole's gorgeous garden. Oh, thanks. We're together. We are. It's amazing. I know. I've missed you. I've missed you. But Boris says I can be here now. Yes, officially. So now you're going to, what, were you going to sort me out with gardening? Well, your garden looks pretty well maintained. Thanks. I suspect (laughs) that someone does this for you. You are correct. Right. And I'm looking at your beds and there isn't really a lot of room for planting. So I feel like maybe we'll grow some herbs. Well, you're taking the lead on this, Lauren, because when I say I know zero, nothing, zilch about any of it, I'm just following your lead. Well, I am not Alan Titchmarsh. Let me just make that very clear. I can see. But... (laughs) But... Much more attractive. Since lockdown, I have been seriously gardening. So we are going off to the garden centre and we're going to go and get you some plants. How exciting. I think I'm terrified. I, I kill everything. No, I... you won't. Okay. It'll, it's going to be great. Okay. No. Right. We've just turned up at the garden centre. It's a boiling hot day. We've got two kids that are throwing a strop, and I don't know what I'm doing. Over to you, Lauren. It's glorious here. This is my happy place. I love it. I think we should start just by you having a look at things that make you happy when you look at them, that you might want to grow and nurture. And we'll get some pots and some earth and some nice stuff. And we're going to start from there. Oh, I love it. That's mint. So we're, we're now in Nicole's garden, back from the nursery. What have we bought for you? I spent £42.50. So we've bought a lily and a rose for Nicole's daughter. Guess her name, Lily Rose. We've bought a daisy for Daisy. We've bought some tomatoes some mint and some thyme and she's just told me that the tomatoes are very needy and i've got to be honest i'm not into that i'm not into needy and that is where i left you nicole (laughs) and i haven't told you anything since have i not a thing so now i'm just desperate to know what happened with This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. 
Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Your week. So, I was very positive going in. Once we'd been to the garden centre and you'd given me a couple of rules, like, you know, put the soil there yes. and water it. Yes. That was, I, I kind of really stuck to that like glue. Right. But then I got a message from you. Have a listen to this. Okay. So Lauren has just texted me this morning telling me that my homework for the day is going to listen to the gardening show on Radio 4. I, I mean, please. So a, a, actually, it was quite a helpful text because I'm not going to do that. And B, it made me, um, it prompted me to come out and check my pots and check that they're damp to the touch, she said, which they are. They could probably do with a little bit of watering. So I'm going to do it. Oh, quite... It's quite a cute thing to do in the morning. You didn't do your homework? <laughs> no. Naughty. I know. Well, I am. Can I, like... I tell you what it's like? God, it's actually called Gardener's Question Time. Oh, you God, know how some... getting worse. <laughs> getting worse. You know how people listen my head in my to hands. the shipping forecast are you... as a soothing thing? Gardener's Question Time. It's like this. I'll, I'll give you a potted Do you know when you're version. talking to a child and they've literally got their fingers in the ears yeah. going, la, 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 la. It's soothing. It's like this. Hello, Catherine, County Durham. I have a very alkaline soil and I'm looking for a perennial plant for the southwest corner of my garden. I'm sorry. And then there's like... When do you listen to this? And how did you find out about it? Because it's been going since the year dot. But if you're in the car, you're going somewhere... I have no idea about perennials and southwest facing and and alkaline soil, but it's like one of those things that's so soothing to listen to. For you? No, just generally. It's like the shipping forecast. What's the shipping forecast? I, do you know what? Never I, mind. I, <laughs> I do not want to know. I right. do not so you care. You didn't do your homework, no, right? I didn't do, no, I did, actually. You did? I, no, I did my homework. You told me I need to check the pots every day. Yeah. I checked the pots every day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I didn't realise there was going to be extra assignments. <laughs> you didn't tell me about the extra assignments. <laughs> you didn't. Okay. So I felt that was unfair. Right, so you checked your pots every day and checked the damp soil. Yes. And then and then I couldn't remember because one day you said, oh, this one likes wet feet and this one doesn't like wet feet. No plants like wet feet. No plants like wet feet. So I was very paranoid about the wet feet and not the wet feet and I couldn't remember which plant was what. (laughs) You came in today and said, oh, look at your tomato bush. Oh, oh, that's tomato. Right, got it. Oh, my God. The joke is, your tomato plant is actually looking healthier than my tomato plant that I've grown from seed since the beginning of March, and now I sort of hate you a little bit. Oh, you see, because I've got a natural skill. Clearly. Obviously, I've got a natural skill. So, yeah. anyway, so we carried on. Yeah. Um, I, I, listen, I'm game, you yeah. know. I, yeah. I p- yeah. put my heart and soul into every challenge that we do. Apart from listening to Gardener's Question Time. That wasn't part of the deal. Like, Never mind, if- let's move <laughs> on. We're going to have a brigus now. <laughs> that was not part of it. Um... It got better. Yeah. It got better. Have a listen to this. So we've just been to the garden centre. I've been with my daughter, Lily Rose, haven't we? Yes. And we're really excited. 99 pounds later, whatever we spent. 96.70. 96.70. 90 
£6.70. Well, thank you, Lauren, for this very new, expensive hobby. But we're quite looking forward to getting into the garden and getting our hands dirty, aren't we? Yeah, but we've got gloves. We've got gloves. Yes, of course, we've all the gloves. Couldn't go without the gloves. Now, because we've got all we the need gear. to be more expensive. Yeah, all the gear and, you know... Except didn't... the trowel thing. Yeah, we couldn't get a trowel. And also, we didn't know what it looked like, did we? Because <laughs> we had to ask. And when the guy said, oh, they're just in the back, I said, yes, I know they are. But I don't know what it is. <laughs> that was <very> embarrassing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let, let, me just, story. let me just get this clear. You went to the garden centre again. Yes. You spent £96, basically, on accessories. £96.70! Right. On accessories, <laughs> according to your daughter, gloves, and you don't know what a trowel is. And I know that's true because we were, had to put something in the earth, and you said, well, what am I supposed to put it in the earth with? And I said, a trowel. And yeah. you were like, a what? And, and actually, right. just to deflect, you yeah. said that I could borrow yours, but I never, we never got round to I doing that. I never brought it round. So it's basically your fault. Okay. But it was the most embarrassing. Can I just discuss, like, this guy, some young 20-year-old has obviously got some summer job and he's all kitted out and looks like a real gardener, in inverted commas. And I said to him, oh, could you point us in the direction of the trousers? He goes, oh, they're just in the back of that shed. I'm like, could you just point out what that actually looks like? <gasps> the shame of the it. The shame. You should have seen his face. You could face. have Googled trowel. I could have. I could have Googled trowel. I had a... And he said, oh, they, they sort of look like that. So I, And it was like a pointed kind of spoon isn't it yeah a long pointed spoon yeah so what what did you buy for 96 pounds apart from a trowel and i bought a lot of soil yeah i basically like doubled up on what you do i had to buy more pots yeah um i bought more plants yeah because i then decided i want them down the steps in my garden Mm. um we'll put the picture on instagram i'm looking at them now and they're really nice I've, i've done a good job you've really done a great job for someone who hates gardening so i did it every day yeah um, there was even a, we've had quite a bit of rain and I would text you, wouldn't I, saying, oh, it's good for the garden. You see, that is, that's a gardener's mentality. Yeah, there. you were very proud of me. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that. I really like that. Um, and I will say that there's something I'm very, very proud about. Yeah. Is that my rose plant? Bush. Bush. My rose bush is, it has blossomed into it, one rose. It really has. It's a glorious thing. It's, it's, yeah. and I did that through love and a lot of watering. Well done. Thank you. I will say um, that I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I wish I'd get, been given more instruction. Perhaps I should have listened to that Radio 4 show. But I found it, if I'm being really honest, it was just another bloody job. Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. And Because, you know, I, I don't want to disappoint you. And I've, I've actually liked most of the, the weeks that we've done. Haven't I? You, you have been much more positive about all of the weeks, much more than me. I am the grumpy one, and well, and the I, reluctant one. And this week was this week was a switcheroo. This, but <laughs> you're so a, happy with a you, switcheroo. But you're so happy with your rose. I can tell. I, I I am really happy with my rose, and also we had torrential torrential rain last night. Yeah. And all I thought was, and honestly, I went out this morning, and all of my plants yes are they plants or flowers or Both. all of my stuff in my garden looks much more lush and much more alive this morning it does so i will say that i i've kind of started to look at my garden differently thanks to you and thanks to this week interestingly i had a very very difficult week generally uh mentally i was struggling with a lot of anxiety and i felt very very overwhelmed for the majority of the week um so it was it was a good week to test this out on. Yeah. 
did I feel better when I went out in the garden in the morning to water my plants and have a little field to check if they had wet feet or no wet feet or not really I feel like maybe that's because you did gardening light I, I, I didn't really do it properly did I like I feel if you'd done some weeding digging turning over of the soil actually like getting your hands in there with the trowel you may trial. have you may have got more out of it is my is my feeling i couldn't get past the oh i've got to go out in the garden now and do that okay i, I found that hard that mental block to get past and you're right i, I didn't get but the days that i spent nine six pounds 70 in the garden center and i we came with all the soil and all the pots and all the and the me and the two girls sort of sat outside for about 24 seconds it was an idyllic moment and then they went inside I quite enjoyed that yeah so when you were in the moment yeah you found it enjoyable but the overall I did like it thought of it felt yeah. a bit like a chore well it, it well it is though you have to give it a lot of love right you do but you only get out what you put in it's like kids yeah and and I'm very proud of my rose you are clearly and can you yeah. just say what you said about the lavender bush Oh, we bought the same lavender bush on the on, same day on that first initial trip. Mine is dead, and Nicole's is blooming. So I think I've got a, a little knack here, and it's still in the plastic pot from the nursery. Oh. And I actually <laughs> repotted mine, and it's, it's the one, dead, and it's dead. Oh, yeah, it's the one pot I didn't get. Okay, well, I might just steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't notice, no. to be fair. So that was my week. Okay, how was yours? How did you get on? I mean, fine, but I feel this wasn't like a brand new no. thing for me. Yeah. So there was part of your life. Yeah. So it, yeah. it wasn't like a revelation. But since lockdown, things have intensified, shall we say, in my garden. So we now own a lawnmower, a hedge trimmer, a three in one blower sucker mulcher. <laughs> What's a mulcher? It blows, it sucks, and it mulches. What's a mulch? What what's mulch? Munches it up. So it blows leaves, sucks leaves, and mulches them up. It's like for tidying your garden. And a jet wash and more plants. So I'll play you a little bit of, my, of how my week began. It's a big day for us in the garden because what are we doing today, Josh? Replanting our tomatoes. And how did we start with these tomatoes? What were they in the very beginning? Do you remember? Zero, just a tiny, tiny seed. Tiny, tiny seed. So we've had these in the nursery for months and they've grown into tiny little one-inch plants and we've been watering them how often? Every day. Every day. And they're now finally ready to leave the nursery and be planted outside in our tomato planters. So that is what we are about to do. When you say nursery, yeah. I'm assuming you don't mean like a baby's bedroom. I haven't created a bedroom, but that's what you call it. It's like a nursery. You, ha you have a nursery. Like I'm now. Ex do you have like a greenhouse? No, I'd love a greenhouse. No, it's just my windowsill. But I used little um, seedling pots. And so when they grew from the seed into a little plant, then I repotted them into slightly bigger, little bigger seedling pots. And then they were finally ready to go into the garden. So it's like a nursery. And at what point did it become the nursery from when you plant the seed in the seedling pot <laughs> what point in your family when a mummy and daddy love each other very much <laughs> i just want to know when i'm allowed cuddle. to call a part of my house a nursery when you're nurturing seeds 
No, and I'm nurturing seeds. Okay. Before you fall asleep and go into a coma, <laughs> um, here's, here's the rest of my week. A busy gardening day we've had. So we repotted those tomatoes that were on the kitchen windowsill into the tomato planters. That involved using bamboo cane and twine and it sounds all really professional, but I was totally winging the whole thing. Then we repotted a lavender plant. We deadheaded all the geraniums and then we patched up the lawn with some miracle Grow stuff. And then we popped to Marks and Spencers and ended up buying quite a few new indoor plants. So I've got a lovely new piece lily in my hallway and some new succulents in the living room. This is proving to be a bit of an expensive week, but I feel very satisfied with today. Bamboo, yeah, like sprinkling whatever, I can't remember the name of it, on the grass to make it magic grow. Like, you didn't mention anything about twine and bamboo and magic. Like, you didn't say that that was part of the week. I just followed your instructions. But your lawn is perfect. Mine had patches. And also your tomatoes are not tall enough to need to be supported by a wall yet. We'll get there. So... So the twine and the... That was to support the tomato plants. I just felt you've taken it up a notch and I'm sort of like, you know... I'm just carrying on, kind of... You've gone into second grade without without even considering me. I actually am beginning to feel a little bit like I am now on Gardener's Question Time. (laughs) (laughs) I think you secretly want to be. Is that why you've done this week? If anyone wants to give Lauren a job... Please, (laughs) please. Okay, yeah. So, so you were feeling good with yourself. Yeah, that feeling was... good. Feeling good, maintaining the garden. So the rest of the week, there was a massive storm. I got a bit worried about the tomatoes. So I literally got up, went out. You said they're like wet feet. Oh, they don't. Sorry, they no, don't. No, like tomatoes wet feet. need a lot of water. But there was a proper storm, and I was worried. You know, because I'd been nurturing them, and then I put them out in the elements, and then there was this storm, <laughs> and I was worried that all my efforts would be in vain but anyway they were okay so that was that and then friday is my house plant watering day i you have a day yeah friday morning and i tell my husband all the time if i die on a friday morning what do you do and he says what to the plants i'm like yes i've got so this week i counted the indoor plants i have 25 indoor plants all over your house all over my house not just in your nursery no, I don't have a nursery. It's just my kitchen <laughs> you window. You mentioned the sale. word nursery. I know. I have them all over my house, every room, especially in rooms where there's gadgets because of the whole oh, sucking the, up. the energy. Yeah, exactly. And I have them in my okay. bedroom now. Full disclosure, when Lauren came round here <laughs> to just record now. this podcast about half an hour ago. Who was here? And we were texting and I said, let me come to you because we always record the podcast at my house. I don't know why we do that. I don't know. Anyway, she said, no, 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 no. Josh really wants to get out of the house. He really wants to come to you. And the reason that I really wanted to come to you is because my gardener had just turned up. And he does, he, it's Thursday. He never comes on a Thursday. He always comes on a Friday. And there you are. We've done gardening. But you're like, you're, you've cheated. You've, well, I did. Yeah. But your garden looks great. <laughs> it does, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? it really does. So, should we sum all this up? Let's sum it up. Come on then. Let's start with you. What worked for you this um, week? It's made me see my garden differently. Okay. So I thank you for that. Okay. It's made me want to put a little bit, a little bit more love into my garden. Okay, good. Yeah. So I would say that worked. What didn't work? Oh, oh, and seeing my yeah. rose grow. Yes. That was very beautiful. And I've, I've called all the family down. We had a little ceremony last night. See? Lily Rose, my little one, was very excited because she's been on this journey with me. So we were both very proud. 
Um, what didn't work? It felt like another job. Um, I felt slightly resentful sometimes that I had to go and, you know, tend to things that I couldn't really be bothered to tend to. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I'd had a very difficult anxiety-ridden week and it just, it didn't take the edge off. But I'm also very open to the fact that I didn't, I didn't go at it full throttle. I'm sorry it didn't because I really feel like it would have helped so much with your week. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll buy you a hoe. Oh, I want the mulcher. Okay. What did you learn, if anything? <sighs> what did I learn? I learned that I get a lot of pride in seeing something grow. Yeah. That I put some love into, so that was nice. Um, yeah, that's all I learned, really. Okay. Yeah. Would you continue to garden? No. I'll continue to tend to my pots because I've fallen a little bit in love. Okay. So, yeah, so I guess I will. Good. I'll definitely be taking some stuff with me. And would you recommend gardening to your coaching clients? No, oh. I wouldn't. I'm not against it. I think it's very nice. Mm. But no, I don't think it's a solid enough tool for me to recommend to my clients for their well-being. Okay. In my experience. Okay. Yeah. And let's do you. What did you learn? Um, that there is nothing I do not like about plants and flowers and watching stuff grow. I reached an amazing place of being present in the moment. I love planting with Josh. He's become really engaged with gardening and planting and growing things, and that has been joyful. I don't have any actual tomatoes. Or <laughs> lavender. I mean, I don't want to, like, you know, stand I mean, on your head when you're feeling down, but, you my, know, yeah. I, you don't have any lavender either. I don't. My husband looked at the tomato plants the other day and remarked they were looking melancholy. I love that you have this conversation and give you, you've given the tomatoes so much airtime in your house. Oh my God. He well, said, you sat in the nursery said, having a cocktail at the time. Your tomato plants are looking a little melancholy and I felt quite defensive <laughs> and touchy about it. <laughs> I felt like my tomatoes are like the kid that always gets picked last in the team. You know, you felt very protective. I, I treat them like they need extra encouragement because they're not doing as well as they should. Okay. okay. Are, you, are you into that whole talking to plants yeah, helps them grow I, I, thing? Yeah. Well, not helps them grow, but sometimes I will have chat when I'm walking around the house. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love is that Siri has just come into my headphones going, hmm, I don't have an answer for that. That's just brilliant. I mean, I'm not Prince Charles, but I will trot around sort of saying, oh, you're looking marvellous. Or, oh, you could do with a little... Oh, they're like your babies. And you know what I love, right? I know that I've taken the mickey and all of that, but I do love how much you love it. I think it's a very lovely thing. Can I just tell you, when we get to the bit about what have I learnt... Come on then, we're I mean, here now. Let's do it. What have you I learned? I wrote it down because I just feel like you are going to feel like, fuck, I've missed a whole like bit of gardening in this, okay? This is what I have learnt about gardening. Seriously, right? That I am pretty, it's a pretty common thing and I am involved in this, but I waste a lot of time and energy trying to control things that I can't. I'm a control freak. You're a bit of a control freak. I am. Right. I didn't realise until very recently, but I am. And I don't know if you do this too, but the more anxious and upset I feel about anything, the more I feel like I need to control my environment. Like the worse oh, yes, I feel, I clean a lot. The, yes, yes, the more laundry I fold, yes, the yes, angrier yes, I am. Yes, right? yes. So I know <laughs> that if you can accept the unpredictability of life and the limits of your control, 
the more kind of peace of mind you can find. And gardening is a great way to practice that because every day in the garden, Mother Nature shows you, you are not in control of yes. what happens yes. with these plants. Yes, so, like last night, and I right. came back and a lot of them were waterlogged. So what I have learned is that I have to practice acceptance in my garden, like with the tomatoes. I had about to generally? About generally? But I'm just like going specifically. I had to let go of worrying about nurturing <laughs> these things, bless you, I sneezed from on it, seed, repotting them, breaking them, killing them. Like, stop worrying about messing up. But you know, but but that's what I love about these practices and all these practices that we've done. Because I said that about the Shakti mat, yeah. didn't I? I feel like it really shows up. It's like a beautiful analogy for life. And that's what you're pointing yeah, to. Yeah, it did nothing for me. Yeah. But this did, right? So I just felt like you can prepare your environment, your soil, your plants and everything else. But your garden, like your life, is in bigger hands than yours. Okay? And then you take it a step further. And given the lack of control you have, gardening is an amazing antidote for perfectionism. I am also a horrendous... What do you mean also? Perfectionist. <laughs> what do you mean also? Well, I have a problem with what, perfection. You said also like I'm, also like I'm also with you. I think you're a little bit with me. I'm not a perfectionist. I am. But however much <laughs> you plan and execute stuff, right, there's all stuff you cannot predict, like bugs, storms. And so what I've also learned is pursuing perfectionism is a waste of time in the garden. Don't bother. Stop. Like, stop, OK? And then... And then, Nicole, to wrap it up into a beautiful conclusion, right? You can say that the inability to garden perfectly is a way to practice a growth mindset. So if wow. you have a growth mindset, come on. Out. If you have a growth mindset, you have to assume that you're constantly learning all the time, right? Yes. And when something doesn't work, yes. you have to view it as an opportunity and not a failure. Yes. So more mistakes is just more learning and yes. more growing. Yes. Yes. So I make like a shitload of gardening mistakes. I have tomato plants I've been on since March. I have no tomatoes. I have a dead lavender plant. So my initial reaction is to feel a very stressed Aww. about like needing to do it the right way. And then just trying to accept that I just had to do the best I could do and that I would learn something from my fuck-ups and do better next time. Yeah. And that is a beautiful way to look at life. There you have it. Very deep and very profound. Thanks. And I'm very moved by you. Thanks. I'm so upset I didn't have the same profound I'm outcome. I really, like... I feel like there was so much you could have gleaned that you haven't read, but I feel like this is just the beginning. To be fair, I didn't research it properly. I didn't, I didn't invest enough education into it and had I have done and maybe bought the trowel which was like 13 99 and I refused to buy it because yeah. we'd already spent so much money then I would have maybe felt differently but this isn't something you have to stop like this bit could just be the beginning of starting something a little bigger it, it, it's something's moving in yeah. that respect I've definitely looking at like this morning when I said when I came down after this torrential storm and what are they called those plants there I think they're lupins whatever that is, they're purple and they're pretty they're and they are as more lush and upright than they've ever been. I would never, ever have noticed that before. So you've opened my eyes to something and I'm grateful for that. That's great. Yeah. And I think it was the right thing to start with some very easy to maintain things because otherwise I think you would have been a bit like... I would have been totally overwhelmed and I was yeah. having an overwhelmed week anyway. Yes. So yeah. Yes. So come on, the big question. Yeah. Is it coming in your club? Oh my God, the club has to have an outdoor space. A nursery, one would say? I say not a nursery, because that, that's a lot of like, there's not a lot going on. You know, it's like, 
it's like going into a crib and looking in, in I want a fully mature garden in the club outside the club next to the club the back of the club <laughs> a fully mature beautifully tended yeah. garden yeah lovely definitely yeah gorgeous it's not coming in mind really look I'm happy for it to be there what if yours? I do the work in it and you can yeah. just sit in it with a cocktail I'm so down with that okay because if it's somewhere pretty to sit for sure right. I can appreciate You'd it you still appreciate it I appreciate it. The it. Of it I don't want it but I don't want to do anything to, to you know kind of get it there we could maybe get your gardener to like do the garden excuse me help. my garden you take the mick but my gardener <laughs> gave you a few tips about your bloody he really tomatoes. did he really didn't did. he he yeah. gave her a few tips about her tomatoes I was really pleased with yeah those. so you took the piss that my gardener was here but actually he's helped me a lot yes i'm gonna go so home and like to deal prove with that. that there's nothing wrong with hiring a professional absolutely not so yeah come on then what are we doing next week well we have talked about something to do with the way we dress like dressing up every day. Like a sexy nurse. No. <laughs> my no. God, my husband would be beside himself. No, not like Wonder Woman or a clown or a, no. Like as not in fancy dress. <laughs> not, not, <as> in, <laughs> not fancy dress. No. Just fancy dress. Yeah. A dress. As in a dress. Wearing like something a dress. you would something you would go out in when you're going to a nice restaurant on Saturday night. Oh my or, god. Okay. Yeah, like getting Getting properly dressed Doing your every hair, day. your makeup. You know, but, well, because I think that's really relevant right now, isn't it? Because we're not, I'm not really getting, like I said to you, I put jeans on today because you were coming over. Yes. I, this is the first time I've worn jeans. I cannot wait for you to leave so I can get them off. Oh. No, I'm joking. But, uh, um, so we're going we're gonna to get dressed up every day, okay? Okay, I'm up for that. Hair, makeup, done. Jesus. And we have to send each other pictures. Because no one else is going to see me, apart from my children, husband, and I'll send you the pictures. Yeah. Okay. But Getting it... dressed properly every day for a week. Yeah, and see, see how we feel. See what that does for us. Great. Excellent. Okay. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay well. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. <laughs> Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host Zoe Blasky and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Motherkind.